Welcome to the Idea Fit Pro Show with your host, Sandy Todd Webster. Welcome, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in to the Idea Fit Pro Show. This is Sandy Webster, Ideas Editor in Chief, and your host for the podcast. Today, I have the rare privilege of interviewing Elaine LaLanne, the first lady of fitness, who was married to the iconic Jack LaLanne, the godfather of modern fitness. Lala, as she is affectionately known to her fitness family, has joined our team at Idea World Convention every year since 2011 to present the Idea Jack LaLanne Award, a prestigious accolade that honors her late husband's impact and example on the world. The award is given to an individual who has made a significant and lasting contribution in our trade by promoting the benefits of exercise and healthy eating through their work in the media and public eye. As you'll hear, at 95, Lala is still as energetic and fiery as ever. She has a lot to say about the unrealized potential of our industry. We have so much ground to cover today, so let's get started. Welcome, Lala. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to thank you. So thank you, too. (laughs) We could spend the whole time thanking each other. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the audience would like that too much. They want to either. Let's get on with it. (laughs) They want to hear what you have to say. And I'm sure you have a lot to say. So my first question for you is um, I Tracing your story back to the early days before Jack, I've heard you yeah. tell other interviewers that you were a chocolate donut eating, cigarette smoking, wild thing. Can you give what? us a, a glimpse of Elaine Doyle in your pre-Lala days? Yes. Well, I'm going to start out with I swam in the Minneapolis Aqua Follies in the early 40s. Then when I came to San Francisco, I was modeling uh, in a, out of an agency. And then this uh, television was just starting. And so this fellow said, I'm, I'm starting. He's a big, a famous disc jockey, starting a television show in San Francisco. And um, w- would you like to, um, uh, would you like to be, you know, they didn't call him co-host. Would you like to be my girl Friday? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I, that's what a co-host does today. I mean, I, would, but, I well, did they- everything, got the guests and everything. And I had no idea what I was doing. And he said to me, um, you think you could have a, I had to go to KYA a, a radio station and talk to him about it. And he, um, he said, you think you could have a, a show ready by Tuesday? This was like Friday or Thursday. And I said, Yes. <laughs> he says, okay, call Bill Blake at the Orpheum. Call call this one, Curran and Gary, and call this one. You'll get some guests. And I booked the whole booked the show for an hour and a half every day. I did that every week from oh, forever. One day I got a call over uh, from Oakland, California, and this gal said, I've got a guy over here who can do push-ups for your whole show. I said, <laughs> oh, that would be great. We can pan over to him during the uh, th- uh, 60 minutes, no, six, 90 minutes. <laughs> so, so the shows in those days were live. And so um, uh, it was Jack and that's how I met him. He did push-ups. Now that was like about 1950. Now in 1951, he started at KGO TV. And um, so I used to come in, the, uh, we had an office in the newsroom and I used to come in with my 
chocolate donut cigarette in my hand. And I had, um, I mean, I love bear claws. And I would be coming <laughs> in and he'd be getting ready for a show. And one day I got, I don't think he could stand it any longer. So he walked over to my desk and said, you know, you should be eating apples and bananas and oranges. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't tell you this. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> the beginning and then but he brought a, a guy over with a very big corporation out to out his, his stomach was out to here don't take 30 pounds off of this guy in 30 days Ooh, that was i am interesting to me because i i had yeah i w- had an exercise since the 40s you know now this is 1951 or 52 or whatever so this is after your swimming days and yes this is after my swimming days and the whole bit you know and so so now i'm um so now he's he brings this guy over and then then he's he brings his pictures of lungs, black lungs, pink lungs, holy lungs. Oh my gosh, I didn't I, I'm 27 years old and I said, I don't want holy lungs. And uh when I'm older, so I I I immediately stopped smoking. I immediately changed. I broiled everything I used to fry. My whole life changed. The blues were bluer. The greens were greener. And that's how I got it. And I've been a condor ever since. Oh, my goodness. And we danced at a company party and we've been dancing and we danced ever since. So now you know the rest of the story. (laughs) And so here, I mean, it's really clear that Jack's mindset and influence impacted you greatly because here you are at 95, you know, in, in great health sound mind. Um, so would you say kind of the moral of the story is that with good coaching and inspiration, we can yes. you know persuade what, clients? The, yes. I'll tell you what, what he said, if you do, and this is one word, if you use this with your clients, if you do everything in moderation, you can't go wrong. And I thought moderation. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not, he says, you wouldn't need a hundred apples a day, would you? And uh, so that's, uh, that's kind of hit me. I mean, those little things hit me. Simple little things to your clients uh, are, are, are motivating. And, um, and that's what motivated me, just simple little things. And um, sometimes we get too complicated. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and, oh, I don't understand that. Or what does that mean? You know? So just be, pay, keep it simple. I, that's that's my philosophy anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. it. It makes sense. It works for me too. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, you know, when people, you know, a coach maybe over explains an exercise or just throws too much at me at once, I get a little overwhelmed, I think. So. And then the exercise science department of it, you know, let's see, let's see now, what does that mean? Now, Jack had a... Um, chiropractic degree okay so uh, he he knew and in, in high school he bought Gray's Anatomy he knew it backwards forwards and sideways mm. so then when he became a chiropractor that gave him more you know he, that's when he invented the first leg extension machine the first squat machine the squat machine turned into be the Smith machine mm-hmm. and a lot of people do not know this about Jack yeah yeah I mean so many so many firsts um, yeah, he did. He, he, um, and he, he had, had a calf machine. He had a wrist roll machine. I still have those here in my, and I have the, 
the uh, prototypes of them that are, are hand welded. So, um, and there's, we've got the leg extension and we, the, the important thing is the weight selector. Yeah. Now they didn't have any weight selectors in those days. They had clean and jerk and then they did all this and, and exercise was not looked upon as a, you know, as a, as a science, as a, it, it's, especially weightlifting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, that was, uh, you know, thumbs down. So it was so very we, revolutionary at the time. Yeah. In, in my book that we're writing, uh, Clint Eastwood was one of Jack's students at one time in his, in his, and he tells about Jack coming to his high school and doing hand balancing and, and talking. And he was, he tells about what it was like then when, uh, uh, when you know, what people had to eat, they ate, you know, potatoes and well, we eat potatoes now, but the gravy and the and the butter and the you know, Jack always said, "Better butter not." <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, while while we're talking about all of these firsts that Jack introduced to modern modern fitness, many of which are still around today. They're fundamentals that our trainers use. And I just want to recap some of these because I I just think it's really important. He opened the first modern health club. He invented selectorized equipment and the Smith machine, as you mentioned. He was the first virtual trainer with his home fitness television show, really, when you think about it. He invented protein powders, and he broke ground on so many other fronts. I wanted to ask you, in the scope of all he did for fitness, what do you think he was the most proud of? You know, the word proud, I don't, I never heard him use that word. Okay. I, I think that proud of it, he never really, we did things like, uh, you, you had to do them, you know, and you never thought back about, oh gosh, I did that, you know? <laughs> right, right. Um, it, um, uh, the story of the instant breakfast is uh, is quite interesting. We we I had a little below his gym in Oakland. He had we had a little health food store, and then one day we were playing around because he believed in wheat germ, wheat you know, and wheat wheat uh, wheat germ oil and and non fat milk solids. In those days, were the only thing that was like protein powder. You know, oh, okay, right. <laughs> we were putting all this stuff in the splendor. And uh, so we blended it up and we put all this and and Jack says, you know, this is an instant breakfast. He says, let's go over to um, let's go over to my friend. And, and he's a uh, he's a biochemist and let's have him make us some instant breakfast and we'll sell it, you know, <laughs> because we had to pay for our time on on the TV. Right. So. We went over and he made up this instant breakfast and and that's how it all started in the early fifth. I mean, it was like 1955 or six. Did it it taste good? Then we we had then we found this fellow who he was a rack jobber. You know, when you go to the grocery store, you got the bread racks, you got the the racks where they keep the toothpaste and all that. Uh Well, that's what he had that kind of uh, business. So he helped us. Uh, he put the put the instant breakfast in his racks, <laughs> and that helped us in San Francisco. And then 
and then uh, then um, uh, uh, Carnation did our in- then we we didn't instantize it wasn't instantized in those days you don't know, mix it up right so uh, we found out that Carnation was instantizing and then uh, and uh, this is a whole long story I don't know if you want to hear it or not <laughs> but anyway that's how we started and and um, I uh, with with instant breakfast and then later on the in those days if you had a little see jack would never come out with a product unless you had exercise with it mm, if he comes mm-hmm. out with a food product he has to have exercise with it that makes sense so, so he he mentioned the instant breakfast in his little exercise pamphlet one day the pure food and drug comes to us and says um you can't do that I mean, this was now. Remember, this is in the early '60s. This is probably around 1963 or two. And so they said, "You cannot do that. You'll have to take it off the market." So, and we had a can. I I should. I have it here at the office. I should. I should have bought it over. I didn't know I was going to tell this story. (laughs) 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 But anyway, uh, so we took it off the market, and so Jack. You know, he nothing ever seemed to bother him. He just said, "Okay, we'll come out with reduce." <laughs> <So it came> <laughs> just come up with a new idea, right? He was an innovator, yeah. and then Carnation came out later with it, with instant breakfast. But that was they didn't come out till '64 with that. Yeah. But anyway, so, that's uh, that's that story. So <laughs> I've got well, so many stories. Don't get me started. <laughs> I, I, well, I I want to hear some of these stories. So I know you you mentioned already that you're working on a book about Jack and his life's work, which in many ways I think is also your life's work. So if I, I'd love it if you could tell us about the journey of writing this book and the impact you want it to have on those who read it. Yes. Um, well. Greg, uh, Greg Justice, uh, you, you know, who is yes, one yes. of your members, and he he and I were inducted into the National Fitness Hall of Fame at the same time. We and we became friends. And so we and then we we, we through the years, we kind of became friends. And and um, so he can't he said, you know, a book needs to be written about Jack. Uh, in his own words, because I had sent him a few things that Jack had said, and and he's so we came up with pride and discipline, the, the legacy of Jack Lalane in his own words, and those he's inspired. Mm. So um, I started digging out stuff that Jack had written, it, and a lot of the things that were written were written for maybe columns that this column thing never went because the fellow died, <laughs> and. Um, so we, I, I have all of his writings. I mean, I have writings. Did um, he wake up in the morning and write something down, or he was going? But he never used any notes on any of his shows. I mean, he might write something down. Okay, I'm going to talk about this. this, this. But then, the, when he'd go on the air, the notes went. Everything came out of here. <laughs> and and sometimes we do ten shows in a day. And the, the more he did, the Better he got. <laughs> Amazing. But then his lectures, he'd write, write down things. And and um, so I have all those writings. And so we put those in the book in categories. We have them in categories of, well, you know, we have, of course, the first that, that he 
first things we talked about that. Uh, we've got them. Uh, we've got them uh, on 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 attitude. We have them on uh, on all sorts of things. Of how to be successful. Uh, there's there's many many columns that I mean co- columns, but chapters that we have in the book that from his writings and and they're simple. They're mm-hmm. simple to to understand. But the whole theme about it is you are responsible for your your own problems. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for yourself. And so this is what you have to get over to your clients too, that I can, you're, if I'm an instructor, I can't make you do this. And one of those things that you should never say is should. <laughs> and I just said should. But I mean, to your client, you should do this. No, you shouldn't do that. This would help you if you would do this or um, the word should is should be out of our <laughs> should be out of our vocabulary as a as a trainer, you Amen. know, because that that that's a negative that's a negative, you know. Yeah, uh, well, I don't think I, people like to be told what what they should do. You know, who yeah. are you to tell me what I should do? Right? Yeah. Right. Right. So. so uh, as you were um, as you were researching researching and writing the book, did you rediscover anything about Jack as you dug through the archives? Anything that surprised you? Not really, because uh, he was always surprising me. <laughs> <laughs> I've written seven books, and I and uh, uh, three or four of them were in the in the eighty when in the eighties. And uh, I would go up and ask him questions. You know, I'd, I'd ask him questions. I don't know where this stuff would come from. I mean, he would come from out of his brain. And one day I said, I want to get into your brain. Pull <laughs> <laughs> it all out. <laughs> but uh, he was, uh, he, he could think, of, I mean, he just, it was amazing. Uh, so it really, those are the things that surprised me. I mean, all the things that he would come up with and the funny things he would come up with. We have a whole chapter on humor. I mean, his humor was just, I mean, he was, it, we laughed through life because how could I ever have an argument with somebody who's going to make something funny out of it? You know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, so I have a lot of his humor in there and I, I've got people saying things about him too and what they've, what they've, encountered with his humor <laughs> yeah he he seems like uh he what he had a lot of the kind of the king of the one-liners he had really quick yeah he was and... a one-liner yeah <laughs> he he was a one-liner right <laughs> and i learned all those i stole all my one-liners from him <laughs> well you know if it's good material you got to use it yeah <laughs> it always works <laughs> So, Lala, tell me about your mindset today and your motto's motto for life. I've heard you describe it as the acronym ARCH, A-R-C-H. Can you tell yes. the audience what each of those letters stand for and how how each of how those this, guides you? Yes. All, um, what, how this happened was Maria Shriver has a news, you know, their newspaper on Sundays. The, right, the journalist, right? Yes, yes. And so she asked me one time, uh, oh, I think it was 2017, and she wanted to know uh, three words that that 
this helped me, you know, to get to this age in my philosophy and whatnot. So now I'm thinking three words. And I thought to myself, first of all, attitude, mm -hmm. attitude, the way you think, uh, negative or positive, you are your attitude mm -hmm. and uh, you become your attitude, whatever your attitude is. If your attitude is, hmm, you become that, you know, if your attitude is, well, let me hear more about that, you know, that's what you become. And people see it and they, they see your attitude. You you walk around, um, you really are, everybody's a walking billboard. Uh, you know, they tell us how they eat. They tell us how they act. They tell us what they think. So if you think of yourself as a walking billboard, <laughs> it's something to think about. And that's what you could tell your clients too, Some you know. Um, so you are your attitude, you become your attitude, can't, watch these words, can't, never, won't, uh, I'll never, oh, I'll never, you can change those to will, oh, well, I, I will do that, mm -hmm. yeah, my glass is always full, and even though you're, you know, drowning, and, you're, and your nose is just above water, you still, you gotta have that positive attitude. <laughs> Because people are watching you, right? <laughs> You're a walking billboard. <laughs> but, you know, and I think I think the, a wonderful thing to do is to really smile. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I find that I'm getting older. This is getting tighter here. So I'm always going... And I'm trying to smile. I, 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 my mother said I was born smiling, and I said I'm having trouble smiling. Oh no! <laughs> but anyway, I think I think smiling and 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 being you know uh, congenial to everybody and liking every see the purpose, see the good in everybody. You know mm -hmm. that's when you look in their eyes. The eyes are the mirror of your soul, and just look into the mirror of the soul. So the next one is attitude. That's uh, that's that's my A for arch. Okay. Okay. My the next one is uh, uh, resistance. Resistance. That the next word. The resistance. Resisting the food that is under undermining your life. In mm -hmm. other words, if you're having a great big piece of mud pie, <laughs> chocolate <laughs> cake. <laughs> I have to tell you the story. When I was 80, I said, Jack, I said, I've been good all these years. And I and I've I I'm 80 years old. And I said, if somebody's having a birthday, I'm going to have a piece of cake. He said, it's not what you do some of the time that counts. It's what you do most of the time that counts. <laughs> Did you have the cake anyway? I tell your clients that too, everybody. <laughs> anyway. But uh, anyway. Now, where was I? Your <laughs> resistance. Resistance, yeah. It's undermining your life. And resist resistance. Look, if I do this with my arm, there's no resistance going on in my muscle, right? Right. But then I close my fist. Look what happens. Whoa. My muscle, my muscle, my <laughs> muscle um, you know, you work, you build up a muscle because that the, that's, Resistance is the key to getting the job done with your exercises. 
Where's so, the gun? Where's the but, gun show? <laughs> the gun show. <laughs> That's a pretty good one there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but it's it's very important, I think, that you um, think about resistance in your in your arch of life, and then Love consistency. It. C for consistency. Being consistent is in, is very important in your. That's a that's a word that is really um, in both of them, you know, in consistency in your exercises, consistency in, in what you eat. In other words, a lot of people talk about diet. I mean, I I I don't even want to use that word diet because it's you know to me it 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 means temporary. Mm-hmm. And so I always try to think of something other than diet, you know, to nutrition or whatever. Did, but, did you did you ever notice it also has the word die in it? D I E. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, so that's a thing to really think about when you're when you're using that word. <laughs> so and and the consistency in your exercises, you know. And a lot of people say, well, I, I can't work out in the morning. Well, then find a spot to work out, you know, find a day, time. You know, it doesn't make any difference. Your, your muscles don't know whether it's morning, or noon or night. So, <laughs> so a lot of people say, well, I, should, I guess I should work out in the morning. Like, but no, there's no specific time as long as your muscle is, is working that's yep. the most important thing. Just find time to do it on a consistent basis. That's right. That's right. And then, of course, the last one is harmony. And um, if you do all these things, uh, you it, you you harmonize with yourself, and uh, and you it, and harmonize harmonizing with yourself become gives you peace, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So that's it. And so that's, you know, everybody talks about stress these days. The harmony part of it is what, you know, helps even us out and calm us down and try to look at life to not be so stressful. Well, when you exercise, you get, you, you do calm down because your, your body, have you ever noticed that you, after a big workout, you're kind of like this, you just have this euphoric feeling you know yeah it's those endorphins running through your system right right yeah i'm i'm addicted to that feeling i every every day yeah well you look at you look you you look like an advanced jack (laughs) jack we're here he'd say you look like an advanced jack lane student (laughs) (laughs) well that's the greatest compliment i ever got so thank you (laughs) well Lala, I love that um, that philosophy. So I'm just going to repeat that it's it originally was arc, and then you added the H to yeah, make, well, to make it know, arch, right? But my son came in one day, and I was talking about the, my arc, you know, and he's John Allen said, "Mom, you really, you know, you it sounds it's an arch," and then you know, and I don't know. Then we added. Then I said. Arch, what harmony, harmony? Yes, yes. you know, it's just 
popped out, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it really does bear repeating. So I'm just going to say attitude, resistance, consistency, and harmony. Yes. Those are, those are words to live by, for yeah. sure. So, yeah. Lala, a week ago, or a couple of days ago, actually, you sent me a YouTube video you made recently advocating for the GYMS Act that you and Todd Smith, who is the CEO of Las Vegas Athletic Clubs, produced. Yeah. Um, I, first of all, I so admire how even at 95, you're still such a strong voice for the benefits of physical activity and nutrition. I didn't think I was, but he, he, he thought I would, you know, so I did it and I'm, and if Jack were alive, he would do it um, sure. for the gym, Zach, because here you've got them working out people, uh, they're, they're helping the restaurants, uh, so why not help the, the gyms? Because the restaurants, you go to a restaurant and you load up on, you know, butter and cheese and right. <laughs> whatever. Right. Bread and butter before you have the dinner. And then uh and then you you've got to you've got to exercise and to normalize normalize you. It it doesn't make any sense for having uh, giving something to the restaurants and and not to the something that's going to help the nation and make a strong nation and strong, strong people in the nation. Mm-hmm. We don't want weak people because if your if your body's weak, sometimes you, your mind just wanders around and it, it doesn't, it, it, the mind and the body go hand in hand. Jack was great though. In the book, it, there's a lot, the theme through the whole book is the mind is a mind. Is it diamonds full of diamonds? Yes. And everything he says, everything starts in your mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what wiggles your finger? He says, and your mind's wiggles your finger. Your mind does this. Your mind moves around, it and I I talk with my hands. So, <laughs> <laughs> me too. You gotta hold me down in a straitjacket. You're gonna interview me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> No, you're getting a workout while you talk. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's it. It just it's just common sense that you that the that exercise helps the body to be stronger, stronger not only physically but mentally, mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. therefore you can handle the stress in life. And certainly, we're getting a lot of stress today, and so the. The way to handle stress is to to um, to exercise, and where do you want, where do you get the best uh, results? Because you've got all this wonderful equipment in these gyms that are you know a lot of it jack- stems from the the basics, mm-hmm. and and you're you're getting the uh, the job done. You know, right. you're getting your your body in shape, and so you can handle life. Life is a battlefield, and and if you don't, if you're, you're not strong and to to um, handle this battlefield, then you then you go the opposite way. Right. You know, I think a lot of what you're saying is it's very self evident to the audience you're speaking to right now, which is fitness professionals. Um, 
you know, it's obvious to us that what we do is essential to public health and wellness. But during mm -hmm. pandemic, by and large, state and local government deemed us non-essential. So my question for you is, how do you think our industry can do a better job of demonstrating why this is truth? So those who create laws see us as essential from now on. Well, I'm just wondering if, you know, this this thought process that has been going on since the since I've been young, um, it seems to just sort of flow through the ages. I mean, there's a certain thing that there's something about exercise of bodybuilding that there in the when we were when we were young, uh, bodybuilding was like um, duh, you know, in the movies, everybody that was not kind of smart up here, they 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 um, showed that in the movies. And so when I first met Jack, I thought, gosh, I don't know if he's got much up here. You know what I mean? Because you, so, you had the stereotype in your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had this, and, and this stereotype is kind of floating. I've seen it through uh, through. Um, interviews all through the ages with Jack on, on different, you know, national shows. And then the comedians would make fun. And, but now it's, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger certainly helped a lot. And then, and then as it flowed along, um, it's there, but it's, it's still, I don't know if it's why it's there now, because everybody's is, believes that exercise is, is king and now Jack says exercise is king, nutrition's queen. Put them <laughs> together and you got a kingdom. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know what specifically what can be done. I think they can just keep doing what they're doing, and um, and getting as much publicity out about how people are lives are changed. See that people like those stories how their lives have been changed through exercise. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, great. we have great stories. And I think the more stories that are out to the press, the more stories that are out, out about how they've changed their lives um, and how, and even, even uh, people that have, you know, have been wounded. And now Jack is completely, uh, he was a, for, he was 4F when he's in, a, in the World War II, which means that he they wouldn't take him because of a football injury. Mm. The doctor said he probably not walk again, but he pursued, got that message out, and he 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 pursued it, and 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 um, he started the first gym, and he got that message out for people to come, and things were happening. So you've got to let people know things are happening in the gym business and people are lives are changing and and they're getting stronger and better all the time. So we That's need to I can need, think of. So we need to do a better job of of celebrating those successes and telling those stories in a very uplifting way. Um, and, yes. and, you know, I'm hoping, you know, that during pandemic, the you know, actually, the media, I think, has has helped our cause out a bit by emphasizing the science of 
saying that those who are in better shape, who, you know, don't don't have chronic disease systems that could can are totally lifestyle preventable, um, like type two diabetes, overweight, obesity, asthma, a lot of those things um, stem from not exercising and eating right. And so hopefully the message that those who were in better shape fared better um, in in the hospital if they did get the virus. Yes, that's Um, so true. And see, little by little, that message is getting out that people, I mean, the media has helped in that way, as you said, because you hear it all the time. The people that were over obese, they had, you know, they had different diseases and and then they that got got to them. So I think you're so right that that, uh, we should try to get it more more to the media. Yeah. You know, while we're on this topic of sort of digging in and critiquing the industry a little bit. What what do you think we get right in the fitness industry, and what do you think we need to improve upon? Well, you get, uh, you certainly are getting it right. Um, <clears throat> I I think, you know, as I read, and uh, it gets it's it's getting more and more scientific, <laughs> you know, and I think. Remember that old saying, everything in moderation. Sometimes we go too far this way and too not enough, not enough this. So we want to go right in the middle here and bring out the fact that, that, you know, the science, okay, this science is here, but, uh, but also let's remember that this is, it's, it's, it's a simple, it's a simple situation you know whatever whatever the situation is you can make it simple you can make it simple um so don't overcomplicate the science with with your clients yeah. i mean it's okay to give them evidence based inf- yeah. information Thank but do, don't over- don't overwhelm them right yeah you said it in a nutshell and i go on and on and on <laughs> <laughs> I'm an editor. That's kind of my job, but um, <laughs> you tell better stories than I do. Um, so I know you do pretty well. I, I read your in the I, I read your 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 introduction in the book. You know, oh, in this book. <laughs> thank well, thank you. I'm so flattered. I had no you idea. A, you get A plus. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, thank you. So, Lala, I have just a couple more questions for you. Um, And my first one is, if you were talking to a college-aged person right now who was considering a career in fitness, what two or three pieces of advice would you give to them? Well, I would, first of all, be an example. Mm -hmm. First of all, you've got to be an example to sell your wares. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you, uh, you, you, you be an example. Um, learn, you know, learn the, learn the, ba- learn the basics so you can tell the basics to your clients, <laughs> and then go into the more um, scientific or or the more reasons. There's a reason for everything. There's, a, you know, so. You need you need reasons, and I think I think uh, thinking back, I think it's a good idea 
to try to give reasons to your clients too, you know. Uh, my father said to me when I was 13 years old, he said, okay, figure this one out. What is the reason for reason? <laughs> so I've been, I'm 95, I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a good thing it's Friday, Lala, because you just kind of blew my mind with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, it, but that keeps you thinking. Yeah. That, that, what is the reason for reason? Mm-hmm. And that, when you keep thinking and, and you don't, how in the world can you get old if you keep striving and thinking, you know? So it really, that, that one sounds like stay curious to me. Just yeah. stay yeah. curious about finding answers and solutions yes. to things. Yes. So yes. For, first was walk the talk, be an example. Second was um, study, keep studying, right? learn keep amassing knowledge and then the yeah. third one is find the reason for the reason or stay curious does yeah. that sound sound about right yeah you are so great <laughs> you're the one yeah, who said I, it I, I try to get the message out and i can't do it and you you do it like bang like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm the queen of bullet points <laughs> Well, I'm getting good. I'm getting very good at bullet points and editing the book. Was, we're going out long and said, no, we should have that bullet point there, bullet point there. <laughs> I love yeah. bullet points myself. <laughs> I love bullet points. They they hold people's attention, I think. Yes, they do. Short yes, and sweet, do. right? And that's a, a good uh, suggestion for the clients, too, you know, for your for for your trainers to use bullet points. Yeah. Keep yeah. it short and sweet. Yeah. Don't overwhelm. The point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Lala, before we sign off, um, can you please tell people how they can connect with you either through social media, your website or other means? And then I would love it if you could leave us with a parting thought or two for industry colleagues to give them hope during such a time of uncertainty. We hope to have the book out by um, by the end of the year or the first of the first of the, the new year. We were hoping to get it out earlier, but uh we, we want it perfect. So that's that. Uh, so now the second, the second question is um, um, how they can get in touch with me. I have a, a Facebook. <laughs> I have Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, and, and then I'm, uh, we have ShopLalane and uh, Jacqueline.com. Okay. And, and I'll, then, make, I'll make sure I put all of that information in the show notes. So it'll be written there and people can just click through and, and okay. reach you that way. And then, um, and then you wanted to know a parting thought, right? Yeah. Well, my parting thought is just going to come off the top of my head. You know, when I, I don't have this all, you know, written down or anything, it just comes off. My parting thought is to everyone is is to use the word keep moving a lot to your your clients. Mm-hmm. What we can do to uh, what 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 would you what would you want me to say about the industry? I mean, I my parting thought is just to keep keep your people motivated. Yeah, and and. How can you be motivated? Uh, 
Well, I think there's one word that would be my parting thought. And that would be, think of the results. Mm-hmm. In other words, all right, I'm going to motivate you. Okay, how can you mo- motivate me? Think of the results, mm-hmm. period. I mean, that's it. I mean, you think of the, when you do something, think of what the result is going to be. And uh, that's, that's my parting thought. I love it. Lala, it has been my honor and my pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you for sharing so much history and so many great thoughts with our audience. I truly appreciate it. Well, thank you. I'm sorry I took so long on that last one, but I just had to come off of my brain. And it took me a bit. All good. If look, if I'm if I'm as uh, spry and I, I take my hat off to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lala, you take care now, and I will see you at Idea World in 2012. Yes, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, take care. Love you. Love you. Bye bye. Bye. I love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That winds up our conversation with Elaine Lalane. Check the show notes for details about getting in touch with her and for any other resources mentioned on today's show. If you're not an IDEA member, learn more about how IDEA Fit Plus membership is truly the mastermind asset that fit pros everywhere are choosing to push their careers forward. If we can answer any questions about how you can enjoy all of IDEA's incredible benefits and career tools, please visit ideafit.com or call our inspired service team at 1-800-999-4332, extension 7. This is Sandy Webster signing off. Until next time, stay positive and keep inspiring the world with your special magic. Don't ever forget that you make a huge difference in the lives of others and that idea is here to support you in this critical purpose. Thanks for all you do to make the world a healthier, happier place. The Idea Fit Pro Show is part of the Outside Inc. podcasting network. Many thanks to our executive producer, Jordan Leeds, and our engineer and editor, Mike Hilding. Copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Reproduction without permission is strictly prohibited. Yeah.